The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. All right, this is the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 501. That's right. Fuck yeah. Well, it looks like Texas is getting ready to secede from the Union. Good Fuck yeah. All right, lady. It's on. It's on. This is outrageous, and President Biden should act immediately to take over the Texas National Guard and what? have Hell no. Abbott arrest No. No, they can't do that. He cannot do that. Oh, yes, he can. Uh, JFK and Eisenhower did it. Well. And it's time to do it again. Well, when Eisenhower and JFK activated the National Guard, uh, that was in response to provide security and uh, acknowledge the rights of American citizens. Uh, but uh, human beings are human beings. Oh my god, they're flooding the system. They're gonna oh collapse god. it all. They're bringing in drugs well, and sex slaves. I, I mean, there's always gonna be problems. Well, it looks like we're on the verge of Civil War, too, so we'll have to wait and see how that pans out. But in the meantime, we've got breaking news of far more significance. Like what? This is a Nelson News Bulletin. A former WWE staffer has accused the company's founder, Vince McMahon, of sexual assault, trafficking, and physical abuse. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. The new disturbing allegations from Janelle Grant, who worked at WWE's headquarters, come more than a year after the conclusion of a WWE-appointed special committee investigation into McMahon's alleged misconduct while serving as chairman and CEO of the company. McMahon retired from his role amid the investigation in July 2022, but has since returned as chair of WWE's parent company. So he got a promotion. In the lawsuit filed in Connecticut District Court, Grant alleged that McMahon promised a job and later promotions at WWE in exchange for slacks. Grant's lawsuit also includes allegations that McMahon trafficked her to other men inside and outside of the company, including John Laurinaitis, a former wrestler who worked in the company's talent relations department who is also named as a defendant in the lawsuit. At the end of her employment and their sexual relationship, McMahon allegedly pressured Grant into signing a non-disclosure agreement in exchange for payments over several years totaling $3 million. In a statement, WWE's parent company, TKO Group Holdings, said McMahon does not control TKO or oversee day-to-day operations at the WWE. He's just their chairman or whatever. Led by McMahon, WWE and UFC, a mixed martial arts entertainment competitor, announced in April 2023 that they would combine to form TKO. 
While this matter predates our TKO executive team's tenure at the company, we take Miss Grant's horrific allegations very seriously and are addressing this matter internally, a TKO spokesperson said. In a statement to Dateline, a spokesperson for McMahon said the lawsuit was replete with lies, obscene, made-up instances that never occurred, and a vindictive distortion of the truth. He will vigorously defend himself. In a statement to CNN, Grant's attorney, Ann Cayley, said... The lawsuit sought to hold accountable two WWE executives who actually assaulted and trafficked the plaintiff, Janelle Grant, as well as the organization that facilitated her turn a blind eye to the abuse and then swept it under the rug. Miss Grant hopes that her lawsuit will prevent other women from being victimized. The organization is well aware of McMahon's history of depraved behavior, and it's time that they take responsibility for the misconduct of its leadership. According to the lawsuit, Grant was introduced to McMahon in 2019 when she was looking for work. Grant initially believed she was building a professional relationship with McMahon. The lawsuit alleges that McMahon eventually pressured Grant into a physical relationship as he dangled career-making and life-changing promises in front of her. After receiving a job at WWE, McMahon allegedly subjected Grant to acts of extreme cruelty and degradation that caused Grant to disassociate and or become numb to reality in order to survive. One disturbing incident described in the lawsuit details an alleged sexual encounter between Grant, McMahon, and a friend of McMahon's in May 2020. During the encounter, McMahon allegedly defecated on Grant, commanding her to continue pleasuring his friend with feces in her hair. The lawsuit also detailed an alleged sexual assault among Grant, McMahon, and Lauren Natus that occurred at WWE's headquarters in 2021. The two men allegedly pulled Grant behind a locked door, forcibly restraining her as she begged him to stop. One of the men allegedly said to her, No means yes. Miss Grant was exploited during her time of employment with WWE and was subjected to countless depraved and humiliating acts, which has led to severe and permanent trauma. The allegations detailed in Grant's lawsuit prompt questions about a 2022 investigation by a special committee into alleged misconduct by McMahon. The investigation, which reportedly began in April 2022, revolved around allegations that McMahon paid a secret $3 million settlement to a former employee with whom he had an affair. The separation agreement, which was made in January 2022, prevented the former, then unnamed employee, from discussing her relationship with Mr. McMahon or disparaging him. The investigation reportedly unearthed other, older, non-disclosure agreements involving claims by former female WWE employees of misconduct by 
Mr. McMahon. In July, tweety-tweety-doo. Vince McMahon paid more than 12 million to four women to cover up allegations of sexual misconduct and infidelity. WWE commented in June 2022 that it takes all allegations of misconduct very seriously and said it had engaged independent legal services to assist with the review. While Grant's lawsuit did not explicitly say she was the former employee, well, do the math, at the center of that investigation, it nonetheless implicates not only McMahon, but also the WWE organization as a whole. The lawsuit alleges that WWE knew about Grant's relationship with McMahon, but that the company actively sought to conceal any wrongdoing. Grant also alleges that the special committee assigned to investigate McMahon never interviewed her or requested any documents, despite Grant allegedly stating that she would be willing to cooperate. In March 2023, after the close of WWE's special committee investigation, WWE said McMahon would reimburse the company $17.4 million for costs that have been incurred and paid by the company and or subsidiaries in connection with and or arising from the investigation conducted by a special committee. McMahon stepped down from his role as WWE's chairman and CEO at the start of that investigation, but has since returned as executive chairman of TKO. WWE has inked lucrative business partnerships recently. In September, WWE officially merged with a portion of Hollywood power broker Ari Emanuel Endeavor Group, the parent company of UFC, to form TKO. The deal valued at a nearly combined company of over $21 billion. Well, that's a lot of cheddar at stake, and they're going to need it because apparently poop in the hair is expensive. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Florida man accused of shooting his own mother because he allegedly wanted a romantic relationship with his teen daughter. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A 42-year-old man is in custody on suspicion of fatally shooting a woman, injuring two family members, and firing at police because... He was reportedly being kicked out of his home for wanting a romantic relationship with his own teen daughter. Officers received a report of a shooting inside a home in the 10,000 block of 23rd Street. Police responded on the scene where they located two women, leaving the residence after allegedly being shot by Michael Banks. Victims exiting the scene were the suspect's mother and daughter. Banks began firing at police shortly after. Officers returned gunfire but didn't hit the suspect, and no one was harmed during the exchange. Banks eventually surrendered and was taken into custody. Inside the home, officers reportedly found 52-year-old Josephine Wintes in the kitchen with a fatal gunshot wound to her head. And they recovered a muzzle loader 
on the table. Banks's mother disclosed to police that she and Muentes spoke about kicking Banks out of the home because he was pursuing a romantic relationship with his own 17-year-old daughter. Banks's mother reportedly told officers she heard a gunshot shortly after her conversation with Muentes. She allegedly witnessed her friend collapse to the ground while Banks stood over Muentes with his gun. Banks's mother said her son then fired at her and she rushed out of the home. During the shooting, Banks's daughter said she was in the shower, overheard the gunfire, and tried to keep the bathroom door closed. Banks reportedly shot through it at approximately head level. The suspect's daughter escaped, and Banks allegedly shot her in the leg as she ran away from the home. In an interview with police, Banks said he overheard his mother and Wintes discuss leaving with his teen daughter, and he became upset. Banks reportedly confessed to police that he wrote a letter to his daughter insisting that she enter into a relationship with him and not date anyone else. Banks, angry about his mother's conversation, allegedly went to his room, grabbed his revolver, and walked to the kitchen where he shot Muentes in the head. He reportedly tried to kill his mother, aiming toward her head and upper torso. Banks also admitted to police he shot through the bathroom door where his daughter was and then later shot her in the leg. Banks allegedly reloaded his firearm and left the home through the back door, and he heard police yelling before their fire exchange ensued. Well, Banks was booked into the Hillsborough County Jail, where he remains held without bond on charges of first-degree murder, two counts of attempted first-degree murder, one count of attempted first-degree murder of a law enforcement officer, and felony in possession of a firearm. Well, it's sad about what happened to the family friend who lost her life on the kitchen floor, but it's also increasingly sadder that Banks wasn't blown away by the police. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Every city has its downtown area, the place where it's all happening. The bright lights, the fun, and the crazy times. Why don't you go downtown for a little action? That's where they're waiting. Main Street Women. Main Street Women, the motion picture that lets you in behind the scenes on what's really going on in a big city. The girls, the bars, and the tough guys who run it all. Main Street Women. You'll go into those private apartments where girls use all their energies just to please a man in every way. Main Street Women. It's all happening now in the year's most shocking look at today's wild lifestyles. Don't miss it. Main Street Women. In color rated R for adults. No one under 17 admitted without parent. From Independent International, Main Street Women want you. The Bugman, weird figure of darkness, again prowls forth to strike another blow against crime. We find ourselves in the office of Police Captain Harry Thigh. 
is currently visiting with his old friend Bob Finger, who is, in reality, Bugman, although this fact remains unknown to Captain Harry Thighs. I tell you, Bob, I've had just about all I can stand of that costume freak Bugman. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I guess that's just par for the course with current trends, you know, current trends. Oh, well, you know, this sudden rash of superheroes, you know, costume uh, champions of justice and, and law and heroics with the likes of Gold Gladiator and uh, that, that Energy Man character. <laughs> Bugman doesn't have anything in common with those guys. I mean, Gold Gladiator literally carries a lightning bolt as a sword. Energy man, the guy can practically turn himself into lightning. Whereas Bug Man, all he can do is whine that annoying buzz noise. I mean, he can climb walls and stick to him, but then his gut weighs him down. He nearly falls off, so he has to use a grappling hook to balance himself. No, nah, no, nah, he's just some freak in red pantyhose. Well, the. That's, that's not exactly what I've heard. Sorry, I, sir, uh, Mr. Sackbudge insists on seeing Well, you're damn right I insist on seeing him. This is a matter of life and death. Sackbudge? Swollen Sackbudge? What? Oh, Finger. Bob Finger. <laughs> well, fancy meeting you here. It's, it's been a while. Well, how do you know Swollen, Bob? Oh, well, his museum of curios is less than a block away from my main finger pest control store. Well, I could certainly could use some special pest control in the form of law enforcement stepping up to their job and protecting me from this serious threat. Man, come on, Swollen, I put a man on the case. Turns up, he'll catch those stalkers. Stalkers? Listen, Swollen, if you don't mind my asking, what's this all about? Well, Bob, I, I guess it all began a little over a month ago when world-renowned archaeologist and adventurer Matt Dallion visited my shop and offered to sell me a rarity. Oh, it was a, a pure ruby idol uh, dedicated to a, a mysterious and obscure ancient East Asian cult centered around a god of death by the name of Deep Dung. Deep Dung? Yes, it's extremely rare, so rare, I, to be honest, I'd never heard of it. But, you know, I went on the word of, of Matt Dallion, and so of course I immediately bought it for $500,000. Holy crap. But no sooner had I put it on display than I began to receive death threats from people claiming to be a member of the cult of Deep Dung. Well... What do they want? Well, they want the idol back. They they claim Matt Dallion stole it from them. Well, uh, did he? I don't know. He since disappeared. Along with every other clue available on this case, all we've got is the original death threat letter, and forensics turned up nothing. With not a trace of this Dallion character, the man I put on it's got nothing more to go on. So, until something else turns up, we're kind of stumped. 
Well, something else had to come up in the form of yet another death threat letter. They told me if I don't return it within 24 hours, they're going to take it back by force at midnight tonight. Well, at least they're getting a little more specific. Tell you what, Sackbulge, I'll increase patrols in your area to keep an eye on the shop, and uh, we'll probably catch these guys. If not... Unlikely, it's just some a-holes trying to get under your skin. That's it? I mean, what do we pay taxes for if this is the kind of so-called security we get? Hey, look, if they show up, we'll catch them. If they don't, I don't know. See if you can find somebody to buy the damn thing from you. You'll probably be out to 500 grand, but sounds like you got holes anyway. Oh, please! Who in their right mind would want to buy a cursed idol? <laughs> Jeez Louise, you see that bomb and what does he expect me to have the entire police force camped out in front of his goofy store? Come on, boy, I tell you, some people, you, know, you beat them with a brand new whip and they still bitch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't get me started on customer complaints and the like. <laughs> oh, geez, look at the time. I, I, I gotta take off. All right, bud. Nice talking to you. Hmm. Maybe Harry's right, and this is all much ado about nothing. But perhaps the bug man should take a look into this. Later that night, at around midnight to be precise... We find four thuggish thugs up to no good thuggery within the confines of Sack Bulge's Museum of Curios. In particular, they're concentrated on the glass case encasing the God of Death pure ruby idol of Deep Dawn. Come on, come on! Can't you deactivate that alarm mechanism? I thought you was smart. Hey, get off my back! You're interfering with my concentrating! I get it! I get it! Well, step on it! We ain't got all night! Damn it, I can't concentrate with your nagging coupled with whatever the hell that annoying noise is! Yeah, he's got a point. What the hell is that? I don't know. Sounds like it coming from outside. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Holy crap, it's Bugman! Good evening, gentlemen. I suggest you forget all about Deep Dawn and accept the fact that you just stepped into deep shit. Yeah, he's got a point. Uh, what kind of cult is based on a god named after Poo Poo? Never mind that. Get him, you idiots! Suddenly, three of the thugs attack Bugman. But he holds them off with the use of his annoying cicada call, brass knuckles, and of course, his electro gun, which leaves them with severe third degree burns. Suddenly, four masked black clad individuals come into the scene. What the hell? Who are you? Death to the defilers of Deep Dung! At that, the leader of this mysterious arrival of four black-clad individuals blows a strange, mysterious powder into the face of Bugman. Oh, God, roll the stench. What the hell was that? Oh, 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 oh no. Oh, getting dizzy. Oh, 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 oh. 
But then Zagat's Bugman doubles over and collapses, falling face down in a puddle of his own puke. Oh no! Is this the final fate of Bugman? Find out in the next exciting episode of Bugman! Bugman was written, produced, and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Music came courtesy of Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. New homeowners discover human head and hands inside freezer. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. Law enforcement officials are investigating a homicide after new homeowners discovered severed body parts inside their freezer. On January 14th, Mesa County Sheriff's Office deputies were called to the 2900 block of Pinion Avenue after new residents at the address were cleaning out some items and found human remains. In an update, the Sheriff's Office said the medical examiner conducted an autopsy and confirmed the human remains found at the address on January 12th, 2024 are of a human head and human hands. On the day of the discovery, the new homeowner shared on social media that neighbors were welcome to come grab free stuff that had been left over from the previous tenants. Someone was reportedly searching through a large freezer and found the body parts in a plastic bag under meat. The sheriff's office said, Our hope is to positively identify the victim while remaining respectful of the victim and the victim's family. Well, I don't know. It's probably a little late for that. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. I didn't prepare you for a time shift. It's even more difficult to take on your first time round than a teleportation is. It's, it's odd, you know, since we don't travel in space. We travel in time within the tower's confines, and yet... Yeah, I have to admit, it is quite brutal on the system, to say the least. But when you've been at it as long as I have, you do get used to it. Well, I often wish I wouldn't have to spend the time to get used to it, but so far, no such luck. Hmm. No teleporter pot here. Yeah, and no lights either. Oh, that's easily rectified with a simple flip of the switch. I... Oh, damn it. Oh, no. I thought that might be thunder outside, but it sounds like explosions. Could 
Could the war still be going on in this era? Oh, more than likely, yes. But we needn't be concerned with that. Their weapons can't possibly breach the time tower. Uh, well, uh, something did. I mean, there's a hole in the wall that leads right outside. What? Oh, no. It's not just a faulty light bulb. The tower has no power. Without a fully powered time tower, we, we're trapped here. We, we can't even shift through time. What? Shut up, I gotta think. I, I, we, we still gotta find that idiot brat. She might know there of a, of a possible second location for the teleporter party. That, or, or maybe even another pan van, I don't know. In the meantime, it's, the only other resort would be to see what power source the tower has and see if I can restore it. Well, if Biddy is here, I... I would gather she probably went to her room. Very well. Quickly, lead the way. Uh, well, it would help if we had some light. Uh, yes, of course. Give me a moment. What? What are you doing? <clears throat> Put your pants back on! What? <clears throat> oh, my God! Oh! <clears throat> what? What the hell was that? Obviously, a demonstration of a technology far beyond your simpleton understanding. I don't want to understand it. Anyway, as requested, here's an electric torch. Um, why don't you you use it? Don't be reasonable, Miss Montgomery. I need you to guide me to Betty's room. Lula, wait. Lula, is, is that you? Yes, yes, Betty. Over here, over here, oh, Betty. Lula, it is oh, you. Oh, thank goodness, you're safe and sound. Oh, what a lovely touching scene of a reunion. Now, Betty... Where is the teleporter party? Oh, it is not here. Don't, obviously not. That's why I'm asking you for an alternative location where you and Baron might have kept it. Well, it, it has always been here, in, in the tower's basement. No, 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 thank you, little idiot. Oh, but, Without but, but that I, I don't detention, know. we're all I, going I, to die no, here. Do you understand? stop it. She, she doesn't know. <sighs> Well, there's no other choice, then. We have to go outside to the generator to try to restore power to the tower. And I'm going to need your help. Let's go. Oh, but but the fighting outside, it, it sounds like it's getting closer. All the more reason to make haste, Biddy. Without power, there's no shielding the tower. Yeah, he's got a point, Biddy. We're just going to have to risk it. Exactly. Now, come along, ladies. Looks like something provided us an easy pathway through this hole in the wall. My God, it's literally hell on earth out here. Oh no, truly this stuff of nightmares. Yes, well, as the saying goes, war is hell. Ah, there we have it, the generator shed. Now we've really got to hurry to see the... No, it's been utterly destroyed. Oh no. There's nothing to work with. Uh... Wait a minute, what what is what? this thing? I, I mean everything I else is all damaged it. and bombed out, but this thing looks to be in pristine oh. shape. Oh oh yes. I I remember playing with it when I was a child. But I haven't seen it in years. <laughs> yes, I imagine it's been quite some time, Biddy. Especially for me too. <laughs> well, what is it? 
Well, Miss Montgomery, what you behold there is one of the precursors to pad vans and omnibuses. Yes, yes. It's called a warp wagon. Uh, a what wagon? Oh, yes, a warp wagon. Papa used to have one. In fact, it this looks a lot like it. I, I don't know what he did with it, and I wonder how he came to be here now. Who knows, Minnie, but let's not look a gift horse in the mouth, as this warp wagon is now our salvation. Oh, no, the, the door is locked. <laughs> oh, no matter. Yes, warp wagons were notoriously flawed in their security. Very easy to gain access to. And, of course, no small task to one of my skill in picking locks. Oh, I'll bet. There we are. Ladies first. Complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. <laughs>